So welcome today. It's uh, BAM Marketing Congress 2023, and I have two lovely guests here with me. I have Mark Schaefer and Yori Vilast. I hope I said that correct. And I'll let you guys do your own little introduction. So well, I'm glad to be called lovely. <laughs> First of all, uh, it's been a long time since someone said I was lovely, so I appreciate that, Rebecca. Yeah, I am from America, and I'm a marketing uh, strategist. I'm the author of 10 books. My new book is called Belonging to the Brand, Why Community is the Last Great Marketing Strategy. And I also uh, am a university educator. And I'm a fractional CMO for TechScaleUps, but my focus is on Web3 and AI. I also have my own podcast, uh, My Own Mastermind, which is about Web3 and AI marketing, which is now uh, in the top 5% globally. And so, yes, uh, I love podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I learned that we have two podcast experts today, so I will just be a facilitator, but it's going to be an open conversation. And we're both lovely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're all it's a, three lovely. It's a good lovely. start, Rebecca. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. No, um, so I think it was an interesting uh, combination today because you both talk about brand, you both talk about human, you both talk about community, but you talk about it in different scales. Um, you've worked with, Mark, you've worked with a lot of big brands like Pfizer, Cisco, Dell, um, Adidas, for instance. But then, um, Yori, you talk about uh, smaller businesses and the metaverse and Web3. So I think there's an interesting, um, how do I say this, like a crossroads that happen with what is brand and community and meaning to both sides of the scale, and that is marketing across the board, right? So if, Mark, you can give us just a little bit of an insight of what your talk was about today. Yeah, well, there's a great theme at the conference this year of rethink, and that's really what I love to do most of all. <laughs> I love to think about what's next, what's new, where we need to be. And so my talk today really um, broke down three ideas. I mean, there's a lot going on in, in marketing right now. I talked about the importance of the personal brand, which is so overlooked in marketing today. And I think it's relevant for a smaller business, even greater than a, a large business today. I think the personal brand is really everything. And increasingly, the personal brand is the brand. And I talked about this idea that the customer is the marketer that people really don't believe advertising and brands. We don't believe advertising like we used to, but we believe each other. And so really I think the proper marketing mindset is how do we get customers to talk about us? Uh, how do we do something so interesting, so unmissable that we'll enter the conversation, we'll earn our way in because it's getting harder to buy our way in. And then the last thing I talked about was how community is the future of marketing. We live in just a whacked out world. Everybody is just has so much anxiety and so much isolation and there's record levels of depression and loneliness. And I think there's an opportunity there. I think not in a, in a weird way or a, uh, in a mean way, but I think creating community is a way we can serve people in a new way and actually make that part of our marketing in a way. Community is the only type of marketing I think people will embrace. Yeah, It's something that everybody will, will, will be attracted to and love. Yeah, and I think one of the brands that was referenced in uh, your keynote today was Patagonia, right? And mm -hmm. you talked a lot about that. Can you go into that a little bit? 
Well, one of the key ideas with community that's different from marketing is the community can only exist when you have a shared purpose. Marketing can exist on its own when you have a message, when you're trying to sell something, but a community can only exist when you have a, a purpose that intersects with the needs of your community with your customers. Patagonia is a great example. When I say Patagonia, most people immediately think about environmental causes, uh, responsible outdoor recreation. And so there are a lot of people out there that believe in that too. They, they're passionate about it. They want to support that. And that is a beautiful thing. When the purpose of the company intersects with the purpose of, of people that want to grow that way too that want to learn, that want to change the world. And you can you can do something better together than independently. Yeah. And that's a great foundation for community. But then you have Patagonia, which of course is a massive, massive brand and very well known, right? But then you have smaller brands who maybe want to also build that community and build that purpose, but don't have the access to that resources. Or maybe they have to do it in a, a bit of a more techie way, which I will lead over here. So how do you think that um, brand purpose and community can be built within these new technologies that we see, uh, Yori, since people can't see who I'm speaking to right now. <laughs> so we're talking about purpose and community building, and really that's the influence and that's the, the meaning of marketing, let's yeah, say, right, right? to yeah, build that yeah. connection. So, but um, a smaller company has to use different resources than exactly. somebody like Patagonia would, right? Exactly. So you need to see what is available. What can I do to stand out as a smaller business? And what is a use case, an existing use case where I can give some added value by bringing it into Web3? What is Web3 offering or what is AI offering that can give an added value on the thing that they have already. Like I was explaining during my talk that NFTs can be an access, can be an event ticket and can be because also a way to know your audience, to know people in your community, because not everyone, you don't know everyone, but if they have the NFT, you can reach them by airdropping them some stuff, giving them some value, being in touch with your community. And this is another way than when you give your audience, I would say to a big, tech company like Facebook or, or like LinkedIn and so on. So, and what I think is uh, interesting for me, so for anybody listening, I'm 29, so I don't have as much experience as some people at the table, but um, when we talk about new technology or we talk about brand purpose, it's very easy to um, kind of think, oh, maybe, is it really true? Is this really value? Is this just a gimmick? Is this just a way for me to pay attention? So how can we ensure that there is real purpose coming through these different initiatives or these different promises from brands? And either one of you can answer that. It's I think that's a, a, it's a great question. I think one of the reasons marketing is sick today is because we become too obsessed with the technology. We become too obsessed with algorithms and automation, and we forget what we're supposed to be doing. The reason I'm in marketing, I started out as a journalism major. When I was a junior in college, I opened up this textbook from Dr. Philip Kotler, Principles of Marketing, and said, marketing is a combination of psychology, sociology, and anthropology. And I thought, that's what I want to do. Marketing is all things human. It's awesome. And the key is, how do we use the technology to be more human? How do we use technology, as Yuri was talking about with the metaverse, to take down barriers, 
we can that we can you know, we can be together in a virtual environment you know face to face and laugh and dance and attend things together that's an awesome use of technology to bring people together in a human way yeah yeah absolutely and personally i'm a gamer and i see that the metaverse works really well for people who naturally are in that ecosystem let's say but then we also see the metaverse let's say not be used for evil that's not the intent but just a big marketing ploy which is not what we're seeking right so how how can brands be better actually in the metaverse well they they just don't need to advertise in the metaverse as ads they just need to be present in the metaverse and have their own space, have their own world. Like I was at um, the Digital Fashion Week, so the fa which is on, on, on different metaverses. And I was there and I was in the boss space and I could see this boss suit and I could uh, walk around. I didn't feel like this was an ad. It was just like an experience to see this. Uh, and it was also gamified as you are a gamer. The gamification thing of it also makes it more interesting. Now, Yuri and I were at, at an event that he organized, and we had a panel discussion that had children. So these were children of some of the members of our community. And I asked them, when you go onto the metaverse, when you're on Roblox or, uh, 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 you know, the other places that they like to go, do you ever see brands or people ever selling things to you? And they said, no, no, no. They don't, we don't see brands selling. But we love Spotify world. <laughs> we love Vans world. And because they're showing up in a way that's fun. They've become organic to their experience. They're not selling. They're, they don't even know that they're brands. They're just fun ways to engage with each other on the universe, on the metaverse, on a community. I think that's a really key idea. Yeah, absolutely. Because at the end of the day, we are on media to be entertained and to learn something and to participate in culture and pop culture, right? So I'm not necessarily there to buy things, although maybe I maybe I want to be. Maybe I do like those pair of shoes. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I want to say, hey, what if these shoes looked a little bit like this? And then you have the engagement with the brand, which is the, the, the great potential of technology. But it's just also not abusing it and not just pushing it towards the consumer. It's a, it's a two-way conversation there, right? So we talk about the differences between big corporations and smaller uh, businesses. What are, is the challenge for brand purpose with big corporation? And what is the challenge for brand purpose with smaller businesses with less, less access to resources? Well, I don't really think it has to do with, with resources. It, I, I think it really has to do with the DNA, you know, why are you there? Uh, I'll give you an example. Um, this is kind of a company in the middle. It's, it's not a giant brand that everybody knows, but I have a friend who uh, is the president of a company that imports flowers. Oh, okay. And um, so he was talking to me, he said, well, you know, we're thinking about our purpose, you know, maybe part of our corporate culture, we should like give away meals to people. And I said, but why do you exist? I mean, what, why, what is your company built on? He said, smiles. That's <laughs> what we're all about, smiles. That's their purpose. And so they had a goal. They want to give away, they want to create a million smiles. And they're giving away flowers. And they're looking for opportunities of people that are sad, people that are suffering. And then just unexpectedly, they get a bouquet of flowers. Now, that is changing the world in a cool way. But it's, it's, it's not manufactured. 
I mean, it's part of who they are. It's why they exist. And I think it's important to tap into that or you're not going to be seen as authentic, whether you're a big company or a small company. Yeah, being authentic, that's really important. I read that somewhere that, you know, that is what so much value is being added in marketing to being authentic and also be like something fake. Like all, um, Mark said, the why is really important. Why are you there? Why are you there? And technology is just a means or it's just a channel. The metaverse is just another way to reach your audience. And if they happen to be on the metaverse, yeah, be sure to give them the best experience possible over there in an authentic way. What I think is funny is how fast technology changes. So I think we can all agree, even for me, 10 years ago, like Facebook groups, that was the way of engaging in groups online and you have metaverse, which is now. But what are other ways that you guys see communities evolving within marketing? Yeah, there are a lot like these Facebook groups, they, they, they were hot at a certain moment. <laughs> yeah. Like LinkedIn groups were, and then suddenly yeah. it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Like they are now in Web3, there are these Telegram groups and these Discord groups. Yep. Which, if you want to be Web3, you need to go on Discord. And I think the Rise community that Mark created is one of the single communities on Discord that where there is really meaningful engagement. So it's not so easy to get people there because people need to access it and you don't want to scare them away. And it, you will maybe be astonished that different communities where I'm a part of in Web3, they are on WhatsApp because that's accessible for most people. So if you want an audience that's not there yet in Web3 or they just want ease of access, I am checking Discord every day because I'm in Mark's community. Yeah. yeah. Probably, if that was not the case and I was not in other Discord servers, I would not be there. I would be miss a lot. But WhatsApp, I see it every day. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's I true. think that's a really interesting idea is that um, there's the technology is changing really fast, but a lot of the ways it's changing is to enable people to meet. Mm -hmm. is to connect in new and meaningful ways, even the metaverse. I mean, I could, I could argue that Fortnite is the biggest social media channel there is. People are creating, they're engaging, they're you know, creating content together, they're collaborating, they're going to events, they're buying things. And uh, I mean, that's something that didn't exist a few years ago. And all, like all the technology really, you know, whether it's Web3, Metaverse, Discord, uh, something like Fortnite, Minecraft it, for the Minecraft, old ones Minecraft, exactly. There. <laughs> Roblox, same thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't. You know, I don't. I'm not in the Roblox crowd, but I watch little kids who do because I want to learn, right? And they're in there meeting new friends, and they're 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 looking for people every day, and they're they're connecting in these really amazing ways. And so uh, that is the that thing that's fascinating to me is that yeah, it can be overwhelming, but what a great new opportunity to make meaningful new connections. Yeah, and it's also actually giving access to kids and people, and I mean, just broader society that they never had before. I yeah. mean, you know, without the digital world, I wouldn't be able to communicate. Like I'm, for anybody who doesn't know, I'm from America, but my family's in Belgium. I have to communicate to them through the internet. A lot of friends and communities are built digitally and you need a place to facilitate that. That's not Yeah, and hopefully artificial. a lot of those places too are also 
are also safe. Like, exactly. you know, Discord, yes. you can be behind a firewall and you don't have to worry about being bullied. You don't have to worry about being judged. You can set up your own, you know, groups in WhatsApp or on Telegram. And, you know, you know so I think that's a healthy thing <laughs> that will, you know, hopefully improve some of the mental health issues we have today. Yeah, absolutely. Because there is a balance between being involved and being uh, in, integrated in these digital communities without being, uh, without losing sight of, okay, I have a real life going on too. <laughs> yeah. You know, there, there's a there's a health element there that we have to keep in, into account. Um, all right. So from the Congress today, from both sides, what was your, what is one thing you want listeners to take away from both of your talks today? I think I said it at the beginning of my talk that, you know, don't miss the wave, as I say. So it's, you know, with everything in life, it's harder to be the first. But at the end, you see all those people that when the internet came and websites came and social media came, those that were doing stuff at that moment, experimenting, doing stuff, they learned so much, they build an audience. For instance, if you were the first on Instagram, and now you have this huge audience. So it's good to be first and to try out stuff. Like I did in Mark's community, I took the, I just did events in the metaverse. I built a team and we were just, we, we could just fail because in the beginning, sometimes people were not able to get in. <laughs> Things got wrong. Uh, yeah, a, lo a lot of fun too. And, uh, but you know, people were sharing it. But it was also meeting a need. Like you, you gave people a way to access yeah, something. Yeah, it was, it was just so exciting. And just by, so for me, by taking, because most people, they don't take action. They are listening to these talks, but if they are listening to the podcast, just take some action and explore a metaverse, buy an NFT, see how you can do it for your business. Just try and see what happens. This is what I did with the metaverse. This is what I did with my NFTs. I created my first NFT linked to my podcast and then I saw how it worked and I improved every time. I would I would build on what Yuri says first of all because I think today in marketing you have to have the courage to dabble in things. You know, buy an NFT, go on the metaverse, learn about web three, join a Discord group. Um, you know, you can't be afraid that you, like you said, the world is changing really, really fast. You have to embrace the chaos. Well, you are a leader of the if, change. If, if you're going to you be, know? you know, yeah, you should be. Um, and what I would say in terms of my message, uh, you know, Yuri said he set the stage with his first message and, and I set the stage maybe with my last. And I encourage people to be more human is, is to, is the, I think that's what we long for the most human company will win. If you can connect to people in a meaningful, emotional, human way, look at everything you're doing. If you're doing marketing that people hate, and you know what that is, because you'll hate it too, stop it, just stop it. Stop doing that spam and all those things and double down on the things people really love. Connecting people in, in, a, in a real way, in an authentic way, acknowledging people, hearing people, being in community. Those are the things that will lead us into the future. Look, you know, look at everything you're doing in marketing, every message, every talk, every complaint. How do you show your heart? How do you show your passion for what you do? And that will lead you forward in the future. People talking to people not just a, a big conglomerate speaking to a number. That's not what marketing is supposed to be. Well, um, thank you guys for being here today. It was lovely talking to both of you, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the Congress. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you. Thank you.